Hello friends, it's Mr. Gratitude and this is Living with Gratitude episode 4. So in this episode, you're going to get to see a side of me that you've never seen before. Of course, I'm always positive, I'm always shining light and love, but tonight I'm going to get into world events, the state of the world, the current presidency, some conspiracy theories, and we are going to see what you think. Sit back, go grab a drink, grab some snacks, here we go. Bum, bum, bum. Here we go. So I've been wanting to do this for a while. Um, you know, in content, I always keep it positive. I always shine light and love. You guys know I'm a kind dude. I'm a gentleman and that doesn't change. I just believe that there's a time and a place for certain things. And in my content, on my Instagram, on my TikTok, on my YouTube, I keep it all light and love. But it's about time. I know I do have a lot of my fans that love a good conspiracy. They love to know that uh, the world isn't the fairy tales and rainbows that a lot of people believe it is. And I'm going to get into that tonight. So the first thing I want to get into, you know, we're, we're coming up on election time. You've got some people freaking out. You've got protests going on. You've got riots and looters and people threatening that they're going to do this and that if this person wins or if that person wins. And I think back, I, I think back to my childhood and I've been into politics since I was 17. I, you know, grew up in a very conservative Christian pretty much Republican household. And growing up for me, I couldn't even imagine in a million years that I would see the things that I've seen over the last couple years in the state of politics and where the the world is going, especially the United States. You know, here in the United States, we have a very unique democracy, and that's that's changed um, over the last 15, 20 years. And again, keep in mind, what I'm saying doesn't change anything. It's my heart that should matter and the person that I am, not my you know, political view um, and the state of that. So growing up for me in high school and, and even into my early 20s, I had a lot of liberal friends. I had a lot of Democratic friends. And back then, I'm just going to say it, they were sane they were very sane, super intelligent, rational people. Um, Clinton, Clinton was the the last conservative Democrat that we'll ever see because he was middle middle ground, middle of the road. And I think a lot of my liberal friends growing up were pretty much the same way. And with the Obama shift, you know, Obama was the worst president I've ever seen in my life. That's my opinion. That's my right. That's how I feel. But here's the thing. I never wished ill will on the man. I never wanted him to not be my president. I never wanted anything to happen to him because I'm a grown up. And that's just what you do. You respect your leader, period. Rather you agree with him or don't. I think he did a horrible job. I don't like the man. I think that he brought a lot of chaos to this country. He brought, he's truly the one that brought the division into this country. Before him, you didn't see the things that we're seeing of, of the time of late. 
I respected and honored him as my president. I never bashed him. I never talked about him on social media. I sucked it up like a grown-up that Obama was my president. And what blows my mind is here we are in 2020. Um, Trump potentially could be coming up on his second term. And for the last four years, every day, every day in the media, it was something to degrade, to bash, to destroy that man when like it or not, he is your leader. Like it or not, set aside your emotion and your feelings about the man. Pre-COVID, the dude brought us the best economy we've ever seen. He may not be the best public speaker in the world, but he's the only president I've seen in my lifetime and that I know of throughout history that has done everything he said he was going to do. But there are some people in this world, in this country, that feel that he's racist, that he's this and that he's that. And those people, I feel, are just not educated in politics. They live by the media. They live in the news. They think the news is the Bible, which is false. Hence why Trump created the term fake news. Because let's face it, how much positive and truth comes out of the mainstream media? Three to 5%, that's the truth. It's not a conspiracy, it's facts. So if you're living your life by the mainstream media of politics, of course you're not gonna like Trump because they manipulate your mind to make you think that the man is a racist, that he's a bigot, that he's this and that, when in reality, he's not. If you do your homework and you educate yourself on the man's background, and the facts and numbers of what he's done, you'll actually see the truth. And if you can be a grown up and set aside your opinion and feelings about some of his decisions, you'll see he's done a fantastic job. Now, as we branch into COVID, there are some things and some people that think that he might have handled or could have handled differently. Also keep in mind, he's a very humorous man. So a lot of times the media will take his words and twist it to like he's, he's not that smart, but he is. He's just very humorous. And a lot of people don't understand that. They take it to heart and they're, they're very sensitive about some of the words uh, that Trump will say. So the last part on this is I actually have uh, some viral content that I uploaded on my TikTok and I transferred that over to the Instagram as well. And I did this post and I'm going to try and uh, recreate it word for word is basically just letting people know, hey, you know, you know, my content, you know, my heart's filled with light and love, you know, I love Jesus, but I bet you didn't know I'm a conservative. I'm a Republican. I love Trump. And of course, just like I thought, 98% of people were on board. They're like, Brandon, we love you no matter what you think. Even people that weren't Trump fans still were like, Brandon, we love you. We love your content because they get it. They know that my heart is who I am, not because I believe in my leader and my president. And I wish more people thought that way. And just because we have a difference of opinion, doesn't mean that we're not Americans. It doesn't mean that we're not human. It doesn't mean that we can't band together. I know plenty of people that are liberal. Um, they're good people. And we've had some really good political conversation. And I've kind of changed their mind on a lot of views about Trump because the way I deliver it. I don't treat them uh, like they're less than me. I don't make them feel like that they're completely wrong. I don't treat them like crap just because their opinion is different. And I pray a lot and I really wish 
that more of you would just sit and have an adult grown-up conversation and you might see that you're more alike than you really think that you are when it comes to your political views, your spiritual views, who you are as a human being. We are so beautiful as humans and if more people would just talk and understand each other rather than feeling that you're self-entitled, rather than feeling that you are always got to be right, this world, this country would be much much better and more of a peaceful place and a lot of people don't think about that they get so caught up in their everyday lives they get so caught up in the me 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 rush 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 what's on my social media what's in the news trying to get all these things in their mind on overload they forget what it's like to have social interaction and that's a problem that is a huge problem So moving on here, um, again, you know I always keep it light and love, but hey, sometimes it's okay to expose people to the darkness and the evils that be in this world. And the last thing I wanted to add in regards to the upcoming events uh, with the election is there are some people out there that have came out and said, hey, no matter which way this election goes, that they're going to go out and, and riot and protest. And all I can tell you, and when I say this, I don't say this for fear-mongering. I don't say this to make you feel scared. I say this to snap you into reality that remember the beginning of COVID when you could not get toilet paper, when you had a hard time getting groceries. If you thought that that was horrible, you just wait until something truly catastrophic happens in this country to where if they block off supply chains or that we can't get uh, trucks to deliver stuff into here, into your state, into the country, Think about the chaos that that would create. And it's a real possibility. Now, I'm not saying that it will happen, but it is a strong possibility. Do you realize that firearm sales are higher than they've ever been in recorded history? I've been a big gun guy. I've I've been a firearms person since I was a kid. And I have never, even here in Arizona, Arizona has the most lenient firearm laws in the country. We're a huge gun culture here in Arizona. There's gun shops here that are sold out of ammo, of guns left and right because people are straight up paranoid and scared. They are scared of the chaos to come. And again, it's a real possibility. Now, here, here's my view on that is I'm a natural born survivalist. You put me out in the middle of nowhere. You give me one of my firearms, a tent and what, and I'll make it happen. I'll live off bugs. I'll live off plants. I'm cool. I don't need society. I am cool. Most people can't though. Most people don't know how to survive. And and it cracks me up that you have, I'll just call them preppers per se. Now I'm a survivalist, not a prepper. There's a big difference because I don't live in paranoia. I have Jesus. I don't live in fear. But there are people that think that they're going to take their firearms and just take on the world. And I'm like, man, you got another thing coming because here's the reality. If you really want to survive, you let the idiots go out there and kill themselves and hurt themselves and whatever they're going to do. And you just sit back and as they die off, you go out and you get their stuff. You get their cars, you get their firearms, because guess what? They're no longer here. Who else is going to use them but you? That's what a smart person would do. Don't leave your home, sit in your home for a few days, make sure you have an ample supply of groceries and water, 
Let the chaos settle before you go out and try and venture out. That's the reality. But <laughs> I chuckle because you think that The Walking Dead is just a show filled with zombies, but we're on the brink of that. And again, not a conspiracy, not to fear monger, but why not talk about it and put that out there that, hey, this is a strong possibility. Why not be prepared? So what I'm doing and what I've told a lot of my family members, a lot of my friends is coming up close to the election. Make sure you're slowly stocking up. And it's it's a good thing anyway to have an ample amount of dry food and canned food on hand because you never, ever know, especially now. Weather patterns are more extreme. There's more chaos in the world. Go to the grocery store, slowly stock up on your rice, your dried food, stuff that will last you for a while. And of course, some water, but more importantly, gasoline. Uh, make sure you're filling up your car like a week before the election. And if you have gas cans, fill up some gas cans because that's going to be another thing that would be in short should there be a catastrophic event. Uh, a ham radio. I keep a ham radio in my emergency bag in my car at all times. Ham radios are fairly inexpensive. I got mine for a hundred bucks and I've talked to people in Canada on that thing. So get yourself a ham radio because, you know, cell towers, um, cellular is one of the first things to go in a catastrophic situation. And you want to be able to communicate with your friends, family, loved ones. And a ham radio is a really good way to do that. They're fairly easy to learn how to operate. Um, some states, some areas require you to get a, a operator's license. So look into that too, but just really be prepared and be aware. Uh, and I stress again, I don't share these things with you for fear mongering. I share them with you because there are a lot of things that people think about, but they're so afraid to talk about. And I got that voice. I fear nothing. Why not let you know the real possibilities? Um, train, go out there and train. If you're going to get a firearm, don't be one of those that gets it and thinks that you're Rambo and you're going to take on the world. Seriously, go out there and train. Now I know ammo <clears throat> is in short supply right now, but there's some really cool, I'll just say toys and, um, tools out there that you can dry fire your weapon. You can use, you can attach a laser to your weapon and dry fire it safely to train on how to shoot your weapon. Because again, you don't want to be one of those people that just goes out and plays Rambo. Make sure you are trained with your firearm uh, and also archery. Get yourself a bow. Um, that's another way for, you know, to, to protect your home, believe it or not, is a either a compound bow or a crossbow and stay healthy, you know, work out, exercise, maintain your health. That's the biggest thing in a survival situation is if you're not healthy, and you can't get up and be mobile and go a couple days without food or even a couple days without water, you're, you're never going to make it. Um, and the mindset, keep your mental health. If you don't have a clear sound mind, you're not going to make it in a survival situation either. Take care of your mental health. Take some time out every day to meditate, to clear your mind, to allow yourself and train yourself. What, what if, what do I do in a stressful situation because most of the population has no clue of how to handle a stressful or a survival situation and they would completely freak out. So those are some tips and tricks on survival and I hope that helps. All right, so two last topics I want to get into on this. I want to get into 
uh, the state of the world and some of the weather patterns and events that are getting more extreme. And then I also, which I'm going to get into right now, is the whole COVID thing. Now, before I get into COVID, I always use the word stress because I want you guys to know that I am sensitive that people have died from this virus. I am sensitive that people have been infected by the virus and there are some people that have long-term effects from the virus. I am sensitive to that. I want to I want to premise this before I get into that. However, um I'll just say that so many people, what's disturbing? What's disturbing? is how many people were willing to give up their rights because they lived in fear based upon what the mainstream media told them and certain branches of leadership had told them. And when reality, none of us are going to know the truth about this because there's so much conflicting information. They're coming out every day saying something new, numbers are different, yada, yada, yada. And why this is important is because if people are so willing to give up their rights for a flu, think of what they will continue to push and do. And before you know it, you're not going to have any rights. Before you know it, you're not going to have a constitution. Before you know it, you're not going to have any privacy. We're already headed there. Um, They're taking away your privacy every day. And it's not a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. It is truth. Your life is becoming less and less and less private every day. And this virus was a chance to capitalize on some of that. I mean, you look back at 9-11. Look what happened after 9-11, how much of our privacies and rights were taken from us because of one event. Now, again, not a conspiracy. I'm just bringing up a point. So with COVID, um, the amount of information out there that was not factual or even the amount of information that could be proved to be factual was so limited or few and far between. Now, again, yes, people passed away from the virus. Yes, people got infected with the virus. But for the majority that were not elderly and did not have a compromised immune system, they either didn't have to even go to the hospital. They had a few symptoms and they were fine. So most people, yes, most people that got COVID were just fine. They were just fine. However, there is an agenda on the back end. I'm not going to go on to conspiracies. We probably will never know the truth but there was something more to this virus than what you know from the mainstream media and from certain things that our leaders tell us. Again, we probably will never know the truth. I don't want to go too deep on the actual flu and the virus itself, the whole mass thing. My point to this is think about your rights, okay? The whole lockdown thing did not need to happen. Stopping our economy did not need to happen. That is them taking away your rights. I am not a lawyer. I'm not an attorney, but I do know my stuff. And I do know this, that your state governors, when they created the quarantine, the lockdown orders, those codes and mandates, they are not enforceable by law. They're only enforceable by fine and by code. The only way state and local and government officials could force you to stay in your home is if you were medically documented to have an infectious disease. That is the only way. Other than that, so many people gave up their right and stayed in their home when they didn't have to. Again, not a conspiracy. I'm just, the thing here is how many people were willing to give up their rights and just think about these things because before you know it, Your constitution's out the window, your bill of rights is out the window, and you are not going to have any rights. I'll just leave it at that when it comes to COVID. I do pray that the people that were affected 
that their lives are coming back together um, and that they're able to live a good quality of life. Again, again, I am sensitive to people that were affected by it, but I believe from the facts and the proof that I've seen that it's nowhere near what the mainstream media and what our leaders have told us it is, and I'll leave it at that. Last thing that I wanted to get into, and I'm going to close this out because uh, we've we've went into enough of the the dark side of the world. We need to go back to the light and love. So episodes like this are going to be few and far between. But hey, there it's it's good to get these things out because a lot of things that I've discussed in here, people are so afraid to talk about, and it's okay. It's okay to discuss opinion. Um, last thing is the extreme weather patterns. You know, over the years we've been really getting into some intense weather. Um, things that we never seen before, like especially here in Phoenix. Um, you know, we had, I think it was like 61 straight days of over 100 degrees and we've never had that. So the heat here has been super intense. I mean, we had, I think it was five hurricanes at one time uh, last week. That's never happened in history. Uh, just uh, the fires, there's just massive changes going on in the world. And some might look at that as you know the world goes through patterns or they might look at it as global warming i mean me personally i don't believe in global warming but again i don't go down conspiracies so i think there are some cycles um, that are definitely going on in the earth that we need to be aware of Um, and i also believe that some of it ties into scripture and some of the end of the world prophecy now i also believe that in my lifetime Keep in mind, I'm 40. I don't think that I'm going to see the end of the world. I feel we are getting there and we are getting close, but there's a lot of things that still need to happen before biblically uh, the the end of the world would quote unquote happen. So I wouldn't uh, live in fear and and base on that, but there are some biblical events that have happened recently and just be aware of it. Um, You know, whether you're a Jesus follower or not, Make sure that you're doing the right things. Um, Make sure that you're being kind to your fellow humans and shining light and love on them and respecting them, even if you have a difference of opinion, because, you know, we're we're, we're not going to be here forever. And we need to make positive impacts on this world. And to add to the weather patterns, if you can do your part and spread that positivity, believe it or not, the positive vibes help change atmosphere. Um, it's not fluff, fluff, woo, woo. It's a proven fact. There is a thing out there called the heart mass solution. It talks about the magnetic waves that our hearts omit. Uh, anyway, I've talked about that in a previous podcast before. So be aware of it. Watch for there's ext- you know the extreme weather patterns and be cognizant of that. Um, that there are some changes going on in the earth and we need to be prepared for that. Um, make sure you're doing things that you haven't done before in regards to, again, stocking up on some extra food in case of, um, a natural disaster, water, and just prep your family, um, prep your kids on and have a plan of what to do if there's an extreme weather or you can't be in your home. These are important things that a lot of people forget to talk about on a daily basis. Also have an emergency bag in your car, um, have an emergency bag with, uh, there's some packs of water that you can get. Um, from a, uh, a survival website or even on Amazon. There's a lot of survival things or some food tabs that you can get. Just things that will get you by for at least a few days for you and your family. And you can get a good pack for two to 300 bucks um, and it'll, it'll take care of a family of four. So be cognizant of those things. It's always good to have them uh, on hand in your car. And the shelf life is five to seven years. So you do have some time on that. 
All right. Well, lastly, I want to close out the show with this is I don't ask you guys for anything. Again, I don't put Venmo. I don't put Cash App. I don't do any of that. But if you love me and you love my podcast, please give me some support. Um, There's a link in my podcast for listener support. Anything helps continue the podcast. I don't care if it's five freaking cents. Anything helps. But most importantly, if you don't want to donate to keep the channel going, another way you can keep the channel going is spread the love, spread the message, share the podcast with everyone that you know. Download the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. Those are ways for me to continue to bring great podcasts to you. But most importantly, great guests. I do have a lineup of some really great guests that are coming. Tuesday, I have another special guest. I will be announcing that in content. And until the next time, you guys are going to have a fantastic day and you stay blessed.